tonight, dear listeners, we give a tale of murder. Murder. And um, more murder. I guess more murder. Yeah. yeah. All that and more on Film Mary is over and we're done hi sam hello andrew welcome to film mary Kel. the lovely show where andrew and i uh take the movies we watch and mm-hmm. we play a lovely but problematic game but it's knowingly problematic so i think uh-huh. we're in the cover yeah, i think of, so uh, of fuck mary kill with them that's right that's right uh tonight's episode we're going to talk about the latest venom movie venom 2 then we're going to go back in time to talk about Gladiator. And uh, back even more in time to talk about Black Sabbath, which, if I remember right, we both saw today. Yeah, I guess we did, yeah. I saw for a second time today, but we will get to that in a little bit before we talk about the movies. Sam, how have you been? It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. Uh, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since uh, we went, since we did our last episode with Fuck You, Tommy Spears. Yeah. Which, by the way... Fuck you, Tommy Spears. As always. Uh, lovely man, lovely person. I'll have kids. You're all of your kids. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all of your kids. Andy, Andy, you're married. You can't have his kids. I guess not. I just, I just want, wondered why you wouldn't have my kids. But okay, fine. Look, look. That's another road. That's another road, Andy. We'll, Listen, we'll talk I'm, about that later. I'm drinking my red wine and just wondering why Sam won't have my children. He's um, looking out the window wistfully. Just oh my god! What if he was? <laughs> no, I was talking about you. Oh yes. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were saying <laughs> Tommy was looking into our window somehow. He's like knocking on the window, like. Eh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I brought him with me. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I've been great. Uh, he says his voice cracked uh, a little bit. <laughs> so, so, so that must mean you really are doing great. You're I'm doing, I'm doing great. No, I'm doing great. Uh, the festival ended. Uh, yeah. We can talk about that maybe. Uh, we both saw movies from there. I saw a movie from there. Yes. I saw, I finished a movie from there and then I also finished a movie that just got lucked into showing it there. Really? Yes. Uh, Halloween Kills was the, one of the opening night films right after, French Dispatch. Oh, yeah. And that was in the music box. And I saw that because uh, it was just a fun thing that we could all get because there's no fucking way I was going to get tickets to French Dispatch. One of the benefits of working at the festival is that you don't have to pay for things. Ah, I that, see, I see. I mean, films for films, you have to still buy merchandise. <laughs> you have to still buy popcorn in a way. Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, I'm happy that I'm, I was able to work there. It was a great festival, a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, it's gonna be weird waking up. It was weird this week because I didn't have where anywhere to go. Aww. And then during the day, I was like, "Oh man, what do I do?" And then I just I go back to sleep for four hours. <laughs> uh, but what what a burden! But now I'm like I'm just kind of catching up with movies that I should have seen. Like I, I haven't catched any of the I haven't watched any horror movies that much because oh, I've wow. just been like going to work and been waking up. And that's like kind of what I've been waiting to save up like all that time and energy for me to actually watch a bunch of movies like that. Sure. Uh, other than that, um, I saw Dune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't so, seen that yet. Uh, it was great. Cause like we didn't have, we couldn't, we all didn't want to go to a theater. So what we did was we grabbed a blanket and I have a projector. I don't, I know you told us, uh, and we just did indoor like screening. We put like one side of our house, just like covered in the blanket. Nice. And we just watched it and it's pretty fun. Yeah? It's pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, 
first of all, you did it just the way Deneve and Neve wants you to do it. Um, Wait. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I've heard a, it's fun. Put a wrap. Put a thing on there because it's too rainy to go outside. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Christopher Nolan got my text and I was like, "Hey, is this the proper way of doing?" He's like, "Fuck, I don't know." <laughs> well, I don't want my movies. He doesn't care if it's someone else's movie. Yeah, David Lynch though got my text and he was like. No! Oh, no. That sounds too angry for David Lynch. Uh, he says no at everything I send him. I see. It's more see. like just a blind response. Well, I'm, I I don't want to get in between whatever rift he has with you. Um, side note, and just another thing I want to get say on the record that I've said before. Um, David Lynch is my dream host and director of Saturday Night Live. Wait. Oh. Like, for, like a, for like a digital short or just for an episode? Do you remember the movie, the little short film, What Did Jack Do? That was on Netflix. Oh yeah. Yeah, where it's like him talking to that that monkey. Yeah. After my review of that, I was just like, like this was so weird and kind of funny. It's just like he should do SNL. He should host and direct Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and just like, what a fucking amazing day that would be. I I'm still advocating for Chloe Zhao to host <laughs> SNL. <laughs> oh dear, that, that would, would be, be interesting. That would be interesting. I because I, I think she's funny. I think she's really funny. She's interesting. I haven't read too many interviews with her, um, but I mean, most of the Nomadland press was just like, yeah, I made this movie. Crazy, right? Internal's coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. It sure is. Oh, boy. Um, well, yeah, so Dune is a recommendation. I I, I don't want to get into Rand's array right now, but it's 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 good. It's okay, good. okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Andy, how was your couple weeks? You went to New York. That's true. You 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 saw the you saw the lovely uh, Broadway. Uh huh. Um, Colette ha- needed a break, and we had a. She also did a uh, bridal shower while she was there because one nice. of her bridesmaids is uh, from New York, and um, we basically had a week of kind of improvising uh, a little bit. We we learned that we enjoy vacations when they are a little bit more planned, like our previous ones, but. We definitely got lucky a couple times. We, um, thanks to a little a little website called Lucky Seats, um, where you can sign up to win win a chance to buy Broadway tickets at a discount. Nice. Um, so we won uh, cheap tickets, cheaper tickets. Um, there's still <laughs> um, it's still more expensive than movies, but cheaper tickets more- to see um, Freestyle Love Supreme, which is the oh. Uh, the improvised rap show that Lin Manuel Miranda co-founded, and he showed up. What? He showed up. He's he's not a regular cast member, of course, because he's too famous for this shit. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. he showed up at our uh, at our performance and did like some. As a, like as an audience member or just no, like... as a performer. Oh, okay, good. That checks out. Yeah, the way that they've got like a core cast, but then a rotating bit of guest MCs that come up who have been like in the troupe before and are now like Broadway famous or real life famous. Mm-hmm. Like David Diggs might show up. Um, nice. Christopher Jackson uh, from Hamilton. Wayne Brady might show up from time to time. Um, yeah, man. He, Wayne Brady. Yeah. From whose line is it anyway? Wayne Brady and, and Hamilton. He played Burr. Um, oh, wow. In various performances of Hamilton. Ask Statman. I think Statman got the C. Uh, Wayne Brady Paper, if I remember right. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, we also Knowledge saw. Power. Wow. <laughs> sure. We also saw uh, American Utopia. We won tickets to see nice. that. Um, so it was nice to see uh, the live version of that movie. <laughs> who was uh? Who was the uh? Who was filling in for David Byrne? Oh wow! So we got um, Colin Mockery. Um, <laughs> you made a really good David <laughs> Byrne. <laughs> Man. 
Shout out to me for pulling Colin Mockery's name. <laughs> I was like, it's either that or uh, Brad Dorif. <laughs> but I know he's not in New York because he's still in Canada filming Chucky TV series. <laughs> um, Ryan Stiles was the other guy, right? right. Oh, yeah, Ryan yeah. Stiles. Uh, then there's the... Oh, it would have been great if Craig Proops did it. Yo, it would have been great if Craig Proops did it. That guy's so funny. And that would have been just so weird to watch Greg Proust be like, I'm David Byrne. <laughs> and like trying to do the lines about how like, I guess we're all connected. Or are we? <laughs> he's hot still like smoking weed while he's up there. Totally. <laughs> Here from the Bay Area. <laughs> um, God bless. That would have Mars been amazing. Scorsese is really sexist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Greg Proust. He's yeah. so funny. But I, I imagine you did see David Byrne in person. And like, I did see David Byrne in person, yes. Did you say, hey, I liked it when you did it in 81? <laughs> or 80, was it 81 or 80? Stop making sense? Yeah. 84. Okay. Stop making sense. I mean, I like both. I think they're, I mean, they're both good shows. Um, and it's still real dope to watch a bunch of people do that kind of dancing while wearing their, you know, marching band gear. It's, uh, it's very great. And yeah. it was, and I think it was pretty much everyone from the movie. Like, I didn't oh. really, I, I was trying to think, like, I mean, I don't have everyone's faces memorized in the movies. Mm -hmm. I only saw it once, but yeah. uh, a lot of the memorable faces you remember uh, still were performing in oh, this nice. show. So it was kind of cool to see all them. Um, That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, I had a good trip. Um, I also uh, saw something really cool, but I will talk about that later in the episode mm. during the rant or rave. I guess I'll bring up there uh, first, since you mentioned Sif, I saw Memoria. At Ooh, um, the fancy boy, the big winner, and the um, maybe hard to see Memoria. Yeah, you saw you saw probably the one of the last times gonna be in Chicago. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I was wondering like if it's gonna do the one city per week thing. Like it's like in what order is it gonna go? Like is there a guy who's just gonna bring it? Who's just gonna have the film and then just drive? Like all right, my week's over in Philly. Time to drive it to Pittsburgh. I want to see the story of that. I want to see that story in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Memoria carrier is just like going through, it's like a road trip movie of him carrying Memoria. <laughs> One print. It just, it's a lot. It's a five minute shot of just him driving. <laughs> and that's, that's, that gives you an idea of the movie. Oh, um, is it not? I've heard it's the best. It was the best of the fest winner. And I, imagine that was the best of the fest winner. I am. I'm, I, uh, I want to see it again. Next okay. time it comes okay. to Chicago. It, it made me rethink a bit of um, how I reacted to the classic Tarkovsky films that I've okay, seen at home, okay. which I kind of found like too slow and too boring. Um, this is definitely a slower, of course, film. And there are definitely moments I could feel myself possibly dozing off. So mm -hmm. thank God I had a bag of Trader Joe's candy with me to <laughs> and some fidgeting to keep me awake. But yeah, it does. It's, it's a real slow, real slow burn. Um, by the time you get to the end, like a, like a Tarkovsky film, or at least what people who praise Tarkovsky films uh, say, like that the final shot and the final moments are, um, yeah, definitely kind of leave you spellbound, confused, mystified. It's 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 an interesting film. So I, and I kind of agree with Scott Tobias too. He wrote a thing about it for his Substack um, about why the going from theater to theater thing is not uh not as terrible as some people on twitter have said yeah um because I imagine it, there was more mean behind it besides it just being uh, yeah whatever it could be. yeah yeah well it at one hand it's like it's kind of a unique thing to do for this specific director who has so much like 
clout or like uh, kind of film nerd cachet? Yes, he's uh, definitely uh, spoken in circles that I hang out with uh, very praisedly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uncle Boomy's in his past. Uh, recall his past lives. Yes, that's a that's an instant classic in the facets community. Yeah, yeah. I still need to see. I mean, but just imagine if Facets gets it, too, because that means... Uh, that would be dope. Oh, my gosh. That means they get to be the only theater that has it. And that, 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 that was essentially Scott Tobias's one of his points I thought was really valid, that if it's going from, like... It's not going to, like, AMC to AMC. It's going to probably stop at various indie theaters. And mm-hmm. that's got to be a real big boon for business for whatever indie theater is, uh, is uh, able to distribute and show it. That would be great. I, yeah. I can name... Oh my gosh! I know the exact theater they're gonna have it in in Boise if they take it there. Oh, cool! It's gonna be uh, the Edwards Twenty One. <laughs> it's a real hipster place. Yeah, no. but, <laughs> yeah. He's they want to stop it at the classic cinemas in Chicago, uh, in St. Charles. Have you had? Have you been to our Fud Ruckers? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I really hope the flicks gets it. I really hope you guys get it. Uh, all right. Shall we get to the movies? Oh, yeah, the movies. The movies. Uh, we saw Venom 2, Gladiator, and Black Sabbath. Let's let's get to the newest film first. This was one that Tommy Spears gave to us yeah, to watch. Yeah, as like a mixture of low and fine, low and high art. Indeed, which, yes. Which, I, I don't know how you feel about this. It's definitely not the lowest of art. I guess not. No, it's not a snuff film. <laughs> no, I mean in the, in the three movies that we have. Um... Ooh. We'll talk about it. We'll, uh, look, That's interesting. Is look, this the lowest of art of these three movies? Like high, like high art. Anyway, it's not what you think I'm gonna say. Uh, let's. I, I mean, it's it's probably the most expensive of the three. Is it? Oh y- yes. Well, ah, uh, inflation. I think Gladiator might replace yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But well, we got Venom two, which uh, surprised me at the end. Was directed by Andy Serkis, the great actor, motion capture innovator. Uh, screenplay by uh, Kelly Marcel, stars Tom Hardy, um, Woody Harrelson, uh, Michelle Williams, Reed Scott, Stephanie Graham, Naomi Harris. I'm sorry, not Stephanie Graham, Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham, uh, I still always see as, oh, Al Capone from Boardwalk Empire. (laughs) Yeah, Al Capone from Boardwalk Empire, whose real name is Stephen Graham. He's in this movie. Um, You told me at the end of our last episode that I did not have to see the first Venom movie. Uh, yes. I did not see the first Venom movie. Okay, did you feel lost or confused? Um <laughs> not really. Um let me <laughs> let me tell you about my viewing experience of this. Go this, for it. Yeah. This was also a vacation movie. See Wait, you didn't drag Colette into this, did you? Yeah, you'll be glad to know I did not. Um oh God. Oh. See, we drove He still hasn't forgiven me for Hellraiser. <laughs> see, we drove to uh New York. Um as a way of avoiding um, Delta variant and airports. Um, so we drove 12 hours and the first night we actually stayed in New Jersey mm-hmm. at a friend's uh, house nice. and we got there late Saturday night. They actually weren't home. They were going to act they're out of town and coming back Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we woke up Sunday, um, want to stay in New Jersey to hang out with them and have dinner. But you know, we're kind of in the burbs and we don't really know what's there. Again, we're kind of improvising. Yep. Um, we go out for brunch. 
then Colette needs has her specific Starbucks coffee. Mm-hmm. So we find the nearest Starbucks, drive to the strip mall, and wouldn't you know it, there's an AMC with an eye shot of oh. this Starbucks and a Target and a Michaels and a nail salon. And Colette says, you know, I kind of want to get a manicure, actually. What if you just, you know, we split up for a bit, you go see a movie, um, I'll get my manicure and maybe, like, browse at that Michaels. Yeah. And then uh, we'll be... Uh, We'll be done. We'll meet up later. Um, so this was Colette's idea. To it, it was. It was. Nice. I looked at it and it's like, you know what? I got to see Venom 2. So I'll see Venom 2 <laughs> at this AMC. In New Jersey. In New Jersey. In like <laughs> somewhere near Woodridge, New Jersey. I can't remember what specific AMC it was. Um, and I don't mean need to look it up. I will give uh, this. Uh, I think AMCs are my least favorite of okay. movie chains. Yeah. Um, but I will. I do respect the uh, self checkout kiosk for saying what time the movie ended. Oh, that is sweet. <laughs> like when you pick the movie, it was like it starts at this time. It's rated this for this. Here's your seat. By the way, you'll be out of here by like one forty-five. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, Colette, it says I'll be out of here by one forty-five. I'll talk to you then. <laughs> um, That's so amazing. So then you get into the theater, and it's. <laughs> It's an AMC, so all so you immediately you're bombarded with loud commercials and pre-movie nonsense. They didn't uh, get the cute. You didn't get a director's note from Andy Circus, right? The one I know how much you hate those. Oh, I got it worse. I got it worse than the. Did director's Andy Circus come up to you and talk to you? No, AMC. I saw this actually. This this thing on TV the other night while Colette and I were watching shitty reality TV. Of course, but of course. it's a it was a commercial. For AMC, starring Academy Award winner Nicole Kidman, all about how like you know movies are like this is the magic place. This is where it's safe to cry. This is where our, our stories are told. AMC makes movies better. Meanwhile, you're seeing clips of like La La Land and Jumanji and <laughs> other <laughs> other lesser movies. And I just think like God fucking damn it, I'm here to see Venom too. All right, this isn't like. This isn't like my holy grail of places. And I think that just set me up for a level of bitterness that the movie did not quell. <laughs> As I kept going, just like, man, fuck this movie and fuck this AMC. I had a similar experience uh, with this film where there's a lot of like, ex- like extenuated like uh, circumstances trying to get into this movie. Oh, yeah? Uh, while you were gone, the day I had to see it, uh, Chicago was going through a huge rainstorm. Oh, yeah. And I made the decision like, uh, I looked at the sky and I was like, it's not raining right now. It's just misty. I'm, I can make it. It's like a 25-minute walk from my house. Mm-hmm. I get there. Uh, it Downpour in five minutes after I leave my house. Oh, my God. I am wearing shorts <laughs> and a saggy T-shirt. <laughs> Damn. I go into the movie theater just soaking wet. Why are you just like drenched, drenched in water? You kept going? Oh, I was too devoted. I couldn't go back and grab what? An umbrella? Then I'd be five minutes late for uh, Carnage 2. <laughs> or Venom 2. I'm not going to go do, do that to the audience. Oh, man. Oh. So I just sat there. In wetness. In wetness. Just in, in, and just. In moisture. In moisture. And just. Just. Just resenting this movie immediately <laughs> and so like just being really gross and slippery i'm like i'm not even like i don't even look i haven't i've like stopped 
smoking drugs. So it's kind of hard <laughs> for me to like even say that. Like, oh, this was a stone decision. Like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> you you were stone cold sober. When I was you stone made cold sober when I made this decision, and it was really annoying. I like I oh, walked man. in the theater. I was like, I'm soaking wet. My hair is really long. It's in my eyes. <laughs> and right when I got in, there was a the person gave me was like, hey, you have a leaf on your head. And I, just, <laughs> I, I just kept on picking through my hair for like a good like five, three minutes trying to find the leaf. And they just said, it's still there. And I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> Go in to see this movie. And then, Annie, I forgot to eat. So I started, I got a, I got a case of the sleepies. Uh, um. I didn't sleep through the movie. But boy, did I want to. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, did I really want to because this movie was terrible. I don't know how you could have. It was so loud and a, and kind of annoying. That built in the resentment a little bit. I was uh, a little, like, like, if it wasn't so obnoxious and so loud well, and Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams being so miscast, <laughs> like, just, just everything about this movie was really there's, irritating to me. There's a lot of talented people on screen. Yeah, devoting they're all doing nothing wrong. They're all doing nothing wrong for themselves. <laughs> they're making $20 million. I hope so. And they, they're they not doing anything. <laughs> it's not their fault. But it's not, they're not doing anything to prove it. <laughs> Jeez. It's just, uh, I'm glad that we both uh, came into this movie with huge resentment. So, again, fuck you, Tommy Spears. Fuck you, Tommy Spears. Um, I think you take the cake by far. As like, I knew it was raining and kind of shitty weather when I was there, but I was definitely like fine, <laughs> comparatively speaking. And he had to walk home and in the in the drapiness of my own of my own sweat and disappointment. I, I wouldn't have even done. I would have said I would have said no, thank you. This movie, I gotta find another day. I I didn't have another day. I was like, it was either mm. this or I, I don't see this movie. Wow. <laughs> but mm. then I like, <laughs> I got out. And the insult to injury about this was that it was a sunny day. Oh, I was no. like, fuck you! <laughs> but then you got the dry as you walked home, I hope. I was too wet. <laughs> too wet to dry. I was wet in my bones, Andy. Oh, no. I was, there was moisture in my bones. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, I hope there is because that means there's blood. So this movie wasn't good, though. This movie right? wasn't good. No, yeah. I, loved, I loved your notes, though. Because you legitimately just wrote the notes of the cast. <laughs> I was like, oh, Annie has a has we all both we both have similar ideas with this thing. Uh, I didn't want to. I don't know. I didn't want to give uh, my opinion away on the outline yet, but because yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. Because I wondered, like, am I going to set up an argument or are we? It seems like we're in total agreement. Oh yeah, no, we're we're in total agreement. We're marrying this movie, right? Yeah, yeah but we'll find out at the end of these segments. <laughs> um, yeah, I just. I've, I just find it so annoying that this – I think there's something to this. Like, I don't – I'm sure somebody out there likes this movie. Yeah. And, you know, the mid credit sequence of, like, somehow now connecting this to – I guess, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. But at the end, there's a, a little scene connecting Venom to the current – spider-man universe with yeah Tom Hall. technically that's the mcu now so it's, it's yeah it's even connected to the mcu which oh. that's even weirder for me to think about but like does this mean venom's gonna have to become like his like true villain self because like these movies like he was supposed to be a villain if i remember vaguely what the comics he were. was a villain in yeah. the comics but for some reason i don't remember him ever turning into like an anti-hero yeah like, that was like a that was a comic thing that i never paid attention to i i didn't follow yeah. Spider-Man that much. See, and that that was the kind of annoying thing. We're just like, oh, he's supposed to be like an anti-hero, but he just keeps t 
talking. I felt like I was trying to describe to Colette's like, this felt like the most ADR'd movie of all. And then Colette yeah. was like, what is ADR? And I had to <laughs> explain what that was. And it, um, it, oh man, it's so, it, but it is sad because like he does not stop talking. No, no. It's like, it's like that Patton Oswald bit about punching up animated movie scripts and he wanted to be like well i think you need to change this scene around and this uh beef up this character's like no 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 no. we need you to write funny things that characters can stay off screen <laughs> and this this movie i feel like the script is like 25 percent funny shit people say off screen funny in quotes it yeah it, it's also weird because i don't know if i like this more or it was just shorter than the first one so i got out a it little was bit 90 sooner. minutes yeah it was 90 minutes but it was a ear scratchingly 90 minutes. It yeah. was like a fingers on the chalkboard 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, at least there was a final uh, battle in a church, which reminded me of uh, The Killer and John, other John Woo movies. <laughs> I still have not seen a single John. Wait, no, that's not true. I've seen Face Off. Of course. Yeah, I was about to say, like, if you had said, I haven't seen a single John Woo, like, not even Face Off? I was like, I absolutely have seen Face Off. Oh, man. What a. All right, let's let's move on then. Let's um, move on. Let's move on to better and and hopefully greater things. Right, right. Speaking of movies that we didn't see, um, and not many people saw in theaters, uh, I chose uh, Gladiator in lieu of seeing The Last Duel, mm. uh, directed by Ridley Scott, um, which I unfortunately didn't do too great at the box office. Though I hear it's got okay reviews. I've heard, yeah, I've heard similar things. Uh, and as someone who likes, who's kind of like shrug on Ridley Scott, I don't know, if, oh. like, I don't know the. I've heard like he's like everyone's favorite Hollywood filmmaker because like he just kind of like he does it in his sleep a little bit. He, like anyone like says, "Hey, hey, I need like a uh, 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 Alien uh, reboot." He's like Aunt Ridley Scott just like hold my beer, <laughs> and it's like he is he's well loved, uh-huh. but for some reason his movies just like always kind of feel mixed to me or they never feel fully complete. Yeah, his his would be an interesting filmography to go through entirely in order because I know he had such a strong start. Like two of the most beloved sci-fi movies, sci-fi either sci-fi or sci-fi adjacent movies, yeah, like Alien, Alien and Blade Runner. True. Like true. early on in his career, um Thelma and Louise is still pretty great. Um I mean, he's got like other hits and stuff sprinkled here and there. Yeah, it's it's weird that it's not as consistent. And also, kind of like Clint Eastwood, our last episode, dude is, I think he's in the 80s? Yeah. No, he has no sign of stopping. And yeah. He's, he's insane. Like, he has, he's directing two movies that are out now. Yeah. I can't wait to see Hasaguchi, actually. That's that going to be so fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I think a lot of and I were just like, there's a there's Jared Leto in a fat suit and Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. Like, what's not to like about this? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got Sam and Andy all over it. Like, yeah, uh, we might talk about yeah. that next. Week. That might be that. That's coming up I, on an episode somehow. But um, like I said, like I was sad I wasn't. I'm sad I didn't. No one saw Last Duel because after seeing Gladiator, I actually would have been excited to see it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I def. I want to see it. I was less excited about Gladiator. I think it was the second, maybe third time I've seen Gladiator. Okay. Um, definitely the first time in years in the in the Letterboxd era. Are you counting all the times uh, a substitute showed up or a <laughs> or your teacher was hung over? This is uh, this was too violent probably for my high school. Though it came out um, right as my uh, it came out two thousand, so that would have been my freshman year. Uh, I know I'm a little bit older than you, Sam. So. Fair um, I do have memories of watching this win Oscars though too, and I, oh, yeah. I ha- I didn't check the clip to confirm, but I I have this distinct memory of 
watching Russell Crowe win Best Actor and thinking it's probably going to be him because as they were showing the nominees, all the clips that they were showing of the other nominees were like of the characters they're playing in great emotional moments of duress, like in either great pain or great anger. And then like Russell Crowe's clip was just like, badass is like, I'm going to kill you, Commodus. You murdered my family. Just like, well, he's probably going to win because he's the only cool one in this <laughs> bunch. And sure enough, Russell Crowe wins best actor. Um, yeah, I, I feel like this is middle tier though. Like, I don't know like what's yeah. bad Ridley Scott is per se. Um, I know there's some like blockbuster movies that aren't super beloved. Um, I think his like uh, didn't he reboot Rid- uh, Robin Hood with yeah, Russell Crowe? Yeah, he did, Crow he one did one with one? Russell Crowe. It was actually supposed to be a much more like uh, uh, weirder film than it meant that it became. Uh, it was supposed to be like it would be the story of the sheriff Nottingham mm. trying to catch Robin Hood, mm. and like how it's like more of like a Robin Hood's just like kind of stealing from people stealing from the government <laughs> yeah the thing about my my thing about gladiator is like if you think about it if i think about it one way versus thinking about it another way it changes how i feel about yeah, it yeah, yeah. if i think about this movie in terms of like here's a movie that won best picture and that, did win best director too I'm trying no to no ridley uh steven soderbergh won this year for, oh, uh, for traffic. traffic okay um, one sense. of the one of the few movies, although it had, it's become a little more common, but at the time it was unusual that this movie won Best Picture without winning Best Director or yeah, Best Screenplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so a Best Movie of the Year with a Best uh, Lead Performance of the Year from Russell Crowe. And if I think about it in those terms, this movie drives me insane. Wow. <laughs> okay. Really? Like it? Oh wow. Because it just feels so much like a. It just feels so self-important in that way. Like, I think maybe it's the, okay. Han, the Hans Zimmer score feels so, like, overly, like, bombastic. And I think also knowing that Russell Crowe is kind of an asshole and yeah. not yeah. a not really a fun hang makes, like, him trying to be, like, like playing this, like, I'm a complete badass and everyone loves me makes me feel, like, less into watching it. However, yeah. so when yeah. I, if I think about it in terms of, like, this is a classic important film, it's like, man, fuck you. But if I think about it in terms of like where it is in the context of like other movies that were coming out at the time, yeah. it, uh, you know, big kind of historical in quotes. It's not the most historical movie. It's not the record. While you, this, while you do this, I'm going to look up the movies that were coming out this year okay. that didn't get nominated. That um, were equally inferior. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if it's like just, if I think of it as a big action historical piece that like, your dad probably loves um then yeah it's it's a lot more entertaining it's definitely entertaining um, yeah oh no yeah we are entertained i will say that we are you're you're that's right maximus we were entertained um <laughs> by by tiger fights by um by the the giant like opening battle scene which yeah. i totally forgot about yeah uh, that is that's pretty cool if you're if you're into those things the thing is that it reminded me of like what other movies is it like though and i was thinking like you know like the Patriot or like uh, Braveheart. I'm like, oh, so like Mel Gibson movies? Like, is this also why I'm feeling like a little at arm's length with yeah, yeah. Gladiator? Because it's reminding me of Mel Gibson, who's also not a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, not that like, I don't think Russell Crowe is like, <laughs> he hasn't said anti-Semitic things. He just seems like an asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's there's that. Um, I'm, I'm glad you said this. Because when I was watching it, I kept on thinking like, 
this this is supposed to be an, a best picture and best actor film. Yeah. The same feeling I had. I I wasn't mad. I wasn't. I don't think I have the same the same level of vigor or like like uh, just overall hate towards this movie. Yeah. But I do find it very interesting that it became such a big hit in the critical circles mm-hmm. because I know this is weird, but like it's a big dumb action movie with like <laughs> prestige wearing prestige clothing. Yeah. It's just if you look at it in like a basic like premise, it's like it's a just a uh, Russell Crowe's a badass mm-hmm. who's taken down a couple pegs, and he has to prove that he's a badass again. Yep, that's that's the movie. And it's and he dies. Everyone thinking that he's a badass, mm-hmm. and it's infuriating to me because like it, it's not a bad movie. Like, look, neither of us can say, will say there's a Ron like production design note on this you know I, although i yeah. will you go first no I, I i agree it's not it's production design it is still impressive like that kind of craney shot that's i know mostly cgi but like that looks like an overhead shot into the uh into the coliseum yeah still looks good still looks great uh i will question i do, i have to die now not knowing this answer is is MF Doom just a fan of Gladiator, or is he a fan <laughs> of the of history? I looked because that up. drives me insane. I looked this up too because I yeah I not saw that mask too, and so I was like, oh word, did MF, <laughs> did MF Doom like get the mask from this? And I looked it up, and someone in some story claimed there's like had this unearthed interview that had been lost to the internet, but been rediscovered course, and found course. again, um, where where he was a little more open in interviews and he did say that like, yeah, the mask was like a friend got it from like a replica of gladiator. Holy shit. And they like <laughs> modified it a little bit. And yeah, he's, yeah. It's like, he's laughing about it. It's like, I got, it's like, it was this mask. Like it's supposed to be like a prop that like you put on like under glass and display. So, you know, rips that part off. And <laughs> I think that adds some puts in like an adjustable strap in the back so he can yeah. wear it more. And so, yeah, it's, the gladiator, uh, gladiator is the source of the MF Doom mask. So that, that part's is, aged real well. That is insane. To right? me. That is brilliant. <laughs> uh, other than that, I I was kind of just meh. It was it was meh. I know this is a lot of people's favorite movie. And uh, Maggie Gates, uh, a writer that we both know, and a yeah. big a big uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, uh-huh. They are uh, that this is their favorite movie. Interesting. It's one of their favorite movies, and I would love for her to I would love for them to come on the show, and I would love for them to actually uh, just talk about it, talk about their love of this. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Hey, uh, hey, Maggie, uh, write into filmmarykill at protonmail.com or <laughs> at us on Twitter and Letterbox and defend this from us. Because yeah, I seem like we I think we were both in agreement on this too that like it's it's a fine movie. Yeah. Um, it, at the time overrated, but I think is kind of settled into. You know what? It's it's on Netflix, and it's like a perfect kind of Netflix movie. A perfect yes, kind of like yes. Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Um, if you don't mind uh, a whole lot of blood, <laughs> a whole lot of bloodshed. Which um, it's a. It, I remember it was two hours and thirty minutes. Oh, it's too long. It's way too long. Like yeah. like in I there's sometimes where like Ridley Scott is like trying to get his like director's cuts in. Like he's <laughs> like doing the shaky cam stuff, and then there's like he's like doing like weird. Things were visualized like, oh man, this seems, uh, this feels a lot like uh, Blade Runner. Uh, oh, 
Because you I know, like her. speaking of which, because whenever people have been talking about Ridley Scott too, there's a lot of love for his director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Um, which I think theatrically did also was like the last duel pretty much, but yeah. apparently the three-hour cut is uh is real good. Um, so yeah. Um, Gladiator chose it just to kind of be funny, like um uh, like Unforgiven, and yeah, glad I revisited it, yeah. but probably don't need to see it again. I do want to say this, Andy. Uh. I'm going to read a couple movies that came out that were best movies of uh-huh. this year. I'm, look, I'm no. looking up a list, too, on, okay. <laughs> on, on Letterboxd, at least, too, what the most popular movies are. They Now, Memento doesn't count because, I mean, it came out in uh, festivals in 2000, but it didn't hit True. wide sc- uh, wide audience until uh, 2001. So I don't know. Okay, this is really bad. The, <laughs> the Google app is just, like, showing me, like, Little Nicky and like <laughs> Rush Hour Two. Can't believe those didn't win the Oscar over Gladiator. Yeah. Little Nicky, come on now. Never. You seen can count on me. That was one almost. Famous. Oh, that's a great movie. Almost yeah. famous. Uh, uh, almost famous is a good movie. I remember being in high school mm-hmm. and and getting a ride from these seniors who I was in a play with, and they were talking about the Oscars. They were mainly talking about how Almost Famous wasn't nominated. And they loved Almost Famous because I remember at the time, like we all loved Almost Famous. I remember, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, it was my favorite, one of my favorite movies for a long time. Yeah, um, and they just like it was so so travesty. It wasn't nominated for Best Picture, and I nervous freshman chimed in from the back seat like, so if it was nominated, what would you replace? And they both said like, without a, without a pause, Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, they also have the the Kenneth Lonergan movie. Uh, you can count on me. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh yeah. One of our like collect one of my favorite movies of all time. One of my family's favorite movies of all time. Also, uh, may this is debatable, but like brought was a big uh, influence on the resurrection of folk music. Uh, In the mood for love, uh. another movie that we both have raved about. Yee a movie we've also have seen another an even longer movie than Gladiator. I remember the big movie this year and probably a really important movie in my life uh, in my fandom was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh yeah, that was another one. Love that movie. It was nominated at that, but uh, I haven't and I haven't logged that this movie. I haven't logged Crouching Tiger on Letterbox, which means I haven't seen it in well over five years. I haven't seen it. Uh, I think I saw it once with my dad, and then we never saw. It. I never saw it again. That's my dad's version of that movie too. He doesn't like reading movies. Uh, uh, I, I think he was, uh, he enjoyed the nap he had while we all saw Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. We got, in the we got the dub version. So I and I've heard oh. even that. I've heard, I've heard the dub version is actually even good. I've heard it's pretty good still. Okay, um, I don't want to find out, but oh. uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll watch the subtitle version for sure when I see it. Speaking next. of weird dubs, um, <laughs> let's wait, did you get a dub version of this? I mean, it's dubbed in Italian, Black Sabbath. Oh, okay. I was like, sorry, I thought you like got an American translation of Black Sabbath for a minute. I know there's the two versions of it, but the one that I watched that you challenged, uh, yeah, uh, I got a I got a week trial of Shutter. Um, oh yay! <laughs> uh, that's going to expire soon. Um, so yeah, the, the third movie, uh, is the little film called Black Sabbath by Mario Bava. Yes. yes, yes. Um, what what made you challenge this? It was a spooky movie. Uh, mm-hmm. it was a anthology, so there was going to be a lot of different. A lot of different stories, mm-hmm. and also I, I I I wanted to ask you this later, but you've only seen you have very shallow ideas of what <laughs> what job. No, no, like not not a mean way. You just have Fair. a very you have a low you have not you have a low 
idea. You have a low. Uh, you don't have as much inner library of Jalo filmmaking. True. And I was curious what you would think of Black Sabbath mm. compared to another one we saw, uh, the Bird uh, with the Crystal, crystal plumage. plumage, and yeah. just like comparing uh, Argento and Bava, like you could clearly see a, a line. And it, like a uh, one maybe reacting to the other one, but uh, yeah, because this is a '60s movie. And this is a '60s movie, and Plumage was in the '70s, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, um. <laughs> I do have a shallow uh, field, a depth of field when it comes to shallow <laughs> movies. I mean, I I've only like watched eight of them, so I don't or or nine, so I don't really have. I you're not being me by much, but okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Um. Yeah, I. Let's see. What? Did, how do I feel about this compared to Crystal Plumage? I feel like Crystal Plumage had more, a little bit more invention okay. going for okay. it, okay. and I think was more compelling overall. Okay. Um, especially kind of as a longer riff on Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Um, this was interesting, but I gotta admit, part of the reason why I watched it a second time today was because um, I dozed off during the first time I watched it. <laughs> And um, <laughs> fell asleep at one point and woke up right at the um, right at the climax of the third story when oh. when when the ghostly figure emerges and starts coming closer to the camera. It's like, oh, what the fuck happened? Oh my gosh! <laughs> when did you when did you go to sleep? Um, right after the telephone. <laughs> um, I made it through the telephone. I started kind of nodding off a little bit during the Walderlock. Um, okay. The yeah. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Um, and I started nodding off a little bit again the second time I watched it. Um, it's a long one. It's, yeah. it's maybe too long. But uh, <laughs> I am glad I, I am glad I did make it through because um, one of the questions you put on the outline is how I felt about each individual story Yeah. Um, of these three. And I got to say, um, to its credit, the stories get better um, okay. as they go along. Yeah. I, think, I think the third one's my favorite. Um, okay. The second one is... Yeah, definitely kind of like sleepy and boring at times. And like the first one involves characters making decisions that don't really make sense. But for the fact that they're in a cheap, scary movie, (laughs) Um, but it's better for it's like kind of fairy tale, weird production Mm -hmm. design and a couple really like legit creepy moments. Yeah. Um, You know. Uh, I, Ivan calling out in the night. Um, yeah, him like banging on the door. Yeah, that was very eerie. That's that's super cr- creepy and weird. Um, Boris Karloff's face always creepy and weird. Don't know why you <laughs> trust him. Um, Even when he like stabbed in the chest. And, like, yeah, just like your heart's like, no, let me in. <laughs> just like, it's still like like look, guy, you're Boris Karloff. We're not letting you in, <laughs> regardless if you have a stab wound or not. It was interesting. It definitely was like I felt like. I thought the first one was was I didn't like the first one that much to be honest. I, I, I didn't like the telephone. I, I liked was, I liked the I liked one in three. I think I liked three the most. Yeah, because, I liked the most. Uh, one was fun just because like I liked the twist of it. It was kind of cute. Oh yeah, it was kind of fun. Just like a little like oh wait that's the version. And even <laughs> when they came in like you think that there's this tradition of of Jalo of having like black glove killers. Mm-hmm. And just the murder always has black gloves. And it was kind of fun to see that twist on itself that the person that comes in, the her friend, Mary, mm-hmm. comes in wearing black gloves. And she's mm-hmm. wearing black gloves throughout the entire time until she wakes up the next morning and is killed by, I think, Rick or the murderer guy. Tommy? Whatever. It's Tommy Spears. Yeah, uh, Tommy Spears is a murderer. Murdered, <laughs> murdered by Tommy Spears' sweetness <laughs> and laughter. Uh, but Kill him with kindness. Do, 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 do. Uh, 
I don't know why I quoted idols, but here we I, are. I don't know why I, I did that that riff. Uh, but <laughs> no, it, it's a it. I I liked them both. They were kind of I liked one, one in three the most. Two was just kind of shrugged. It it just really didn't. Uh, it was once you know where it was going, it it kind of took a long time to get there. Well, that's the thing about yeah, that's true. Like that's the thing about that number two that I found was weakness. Like you definitely know where it's going from the start. Yeah, yeah. Just like you've. If unless you're a child who doesn't know much about scary things, like I could see, like it's like I could see myself really getting into this if I was like mm, ten. Yeah, yeah. It it would be a really fun thing to like show as like an intro to like this type of genre. Yeah. Because there's look, I'm not showing my kids uh, fucking any of uh, Suspiria <laughs> or or any of Argento until they're like in college. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I don't want to get yelled at, and I also don't want my kids to like yell at me when they're forty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, that would be insane. But I, yeah, I'll put on Black's Black Sabbath or like maybe uh, Black Su- uh, Bloody oh. Sunday. Like, it's it's kind of just goofy, like mellow stuff. Daddy, why is the camera lingering over this woman undressing? Shut up, Daddy's <laughs> drinking. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think the first one just felt the cheapest to me the most like yeah. on one level it's kind of like oh this is like a proto scream where it's oh, some yeah. someone on the phone torturing and mentally uh screwing with somebody and threatening them over the phone well and i was just like maybe maybe 911 wasn't a thing in this a- era of italy but like probably just like lady call someone lock the door <laughs> open a window <laughs> like literally do anything just get the fuck out uh, get, get out of your situation. Or like barricade the door or something. And it's like, yeah. And then like, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying about the kind of subversions and twists. And maybe if I was more schooled in the genre, I would have seen yeah. those as subversion twists. I just kind of saw them as like twists that made me go, okay, I yeah, guess now yeah. it's just it's like, now I just feel weird. Like what's like, what's with your friend? <laughs> Why is your friend doing this to you? <laughs> I, I thought she was a jilted lover for a minute. I think moment. it was. Okay, yeah. that, okay, we both yeah. read that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the Wikipedia article talked about how they uh, there is an American version of this um, that was less bloody and took out scenes uh, implying lesbianism. And I was like, implying lesbianism? It was like, I guess because there's two lady friends? Ergo. It was 1960. <laughs> yeah. If two ladies are alone in a room, <laughs> things are bound to happen. Can't have that. No. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm the FCC. Uh, Wait, that, is that? Yeah, that's what it is, right? I don't know. The, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the <laughs> um, so yeah, I, 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 it was interesting overall just to see, like, again, because I was thinking about it in terms of like, why well, wasn't it? In, I can't say I overall enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I was just thinking like Sam is trying to expand my horizons and get me more versed in Italian giallo. Um, <laughs> And it's uh, it definitely we talked about like how Jallo is like means yellow and it's more like a pulpy yeah. type thing. And this was the kind of movie I really felt like, yeah, this feels cheap. Oh, <laughs> this this feels like a real, this feels like a real cheap kind of like lurid like, eh, you like ladies, you oh, like murder. Yeah. No, kind it's of movie. definitely like they sold. Yeah, <laughs> that, that this was like he got this over, he got this done in a weekend, mm-hmm. or he wrote it in a weekend, and then he was just like like filmed it over yeah for the week yeah uh but like 
it's I I think that there's some there's some really cool things with color in it, and I love like yeah. I love the look of it. The ending uh, is real silly. I love the ending though. I do. I do. <laughs> it's based, it was it, dumb, but it was also great just to see how much work goes into that one shot. <laughs> uh, that was incredible. Like holy well, crap. <laughs> I was grateful for how it ended too. I mean, I did notice the second time around that that shot is kind of redone. Uh, it does show up in the second part. Okay. Um, and I could kind of tell, like, oh, that because at first, as it, it ends, and Boris Karloff is in his uh, second part makeup, talking about like and like rocking on a very clearly fake horse, like the fakest of horses. I just mean like. What are you doing, movie? Like, what? You're not like you're not even trying. But then, so then for them to zoom out and like show them to be just like on a set and kind of like more goofy music playing. She's like, ah, <laughs> and then there's like yeah. four guys running around in a circle with branches. Yeah. So, so let's which kind of we've I've critiqued the first two. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the third one, while I kind of was like yeah. dozing off in it and maybe like was a bit slower pace. Yeah. Second time around, definitely appreciated more, mm-hmm. more time, more, more focus on characters. Yeah. Characters behaving in ways that actually like made sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And like as perhaps basic and easy a scare as it is, I think it's really chilling, like how it ends and how, how it, how it works. Like just the slow moving, creepy looking person. Oh is, yeah. Just like walking up. Not yes. Even, just not even walking, it, floating towards them. Yeah. It almost looked like she was on, she was on like fucking uh dolly and they just yeah, pushed yeah. her. <laughs> it's like, it's also the face. It's like clearly a mass that's just stuck in one spot. I wonder if it was like a dummy or something. It's like, was this like a real person or anything? But because like um, they definitely use fake hands at one point. Yeah. And there's another time where you clearly see it. There's a human hands underneath. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, uh, it was, I, I really liked all the, like the little stuff they did there. And, and, and I, like second time around, I mean, last, last night, last Jolly <coughs> film, I kind of blew your mind with, I wondered what, if this was an implication that w- was happening. But, um, <laughs> the second time around when I think the landlady talks, like, it's like, we heard screaming. We broke on the door. I don't know what the deal. I didn't touch a thing. And then they pull up. It's like, Oh, it looks like someone ripped the ring off her finger. And the first time around, I was like, Oh, I like, cause I just kind of woken up. It's like, Oh, okay, yeah. I think I vaguely remember a ring. So the ghost just must have ripped it off. But they keep cutting to like the landlady and he have her having having this look like maybe that someone ripped a ring off her fingers like hmm hmm. But then like you just stare into the eyes of yeah. of of the of our main character. It makes me wonder like, oh, oh, is this haunting gonna just keep happening? Whoever yeah. has oh. whoever has this ring yeah. just keeps getting like haunted and killed. And then the repeti- then the sound effect of the ra- of the drop comes yeah. in. Yeah. Like, so oh it's so, so good. So yeah, yeah. The third yeah. third one's well really well made. So yeah. Yeah. um if there are, if if his other films are like that, I might be interested in checking those out. Maybe this season. Maybe next spooky season. Maybe, maybe next spooky season. But yeah, I think like, this is like one of those. This is what I imagine plays at like drive-ins in like mm. the 1960s, like late night showings, like stuff that our grandparents would have gone to. Yeah. Just like like the kids are asleep in the back and like they're kind of mm-hmm. trying some of the, the liquid courage <laughs> and just getting, getting real weird with it. Instead, it's a late night thing at Facets now, or, oh, or Music yeah. Box. Yeah, it's like see crazy Italian movies, and you just bunch of nerds <laughs> with their Fangoria T-shirts, just being like, oh yeah, yeah. It's smoking their vape pens in the bathroom, mm-hmm. just like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm glad you were able to watch it. I it was on my bucket list anyway, and I've never Great. seen it. Yeah, so we both saw something we didn't see. All right. Well, we've talked about all three movies, and now it's time for the. Fuck kill, help. Fuck Barry. Oh, yeah. Uh, kill. kill. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We messed that up. Let's try it again. Now it's <laughs> time for 
fuck, Mary, kill. Uh, unlike previous weeks, I'm pretty, I'm pretty dead set in where I'm going with this one. Um, do you have any qualms? Do you want to go first? I, I, you go first. All right. Cause I, I, I'm still trying to piece it together cause there's two I don't like. Ah, um, there's three that I technically there's three I could all argue or could be fuck. There, there are three. These are three movies I, I feel like I don't really need to see again. I can't believe I saw one a second time, but um, <laughs> I guess I'm glad I did. But uh, I'm fucking Black Sabbath. Okay. Um, oh wow. For for the production design for the third part especially, mm-hmm. uh, I'm marrying Gladiator. Um, as much as it's kind of like. And eh, not as good as it um, is. It was considered in 2000. Mm-hmm. Still a full, solid, entertaining action movie. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Joaquin Phoenix and how like scuzzy and great he is. He's real scuzzy and real great. And I remember watching this movie. I was like, as a kid, I remember him like being the only like real actory thing in it. <laughs> like Russell Crowe's just being Russell Crowe. Yeah. But like, when I remember, like, oh, I remember, remember Russ. I remember Joaquin Phoenix being the creepiest. And yeah, he's a straight up creep. <laughs> he is a straight up creep. Um, so and they went up to go uh, do Joker again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I fucking hate that movie. Um, that was another vacation movie, Joker. But anyway, um, anyway, yeah. Uh, and so obviously, uh, that means I'm going to have to kill Venom Two. Let there be carnage. Um, which is just more comic book fucking franchise nonsense that like i didn't eat and fuck amc it's not it's not even good comic book nonsense it's bad comic book nonsense yeah it's not shang chi it's not black panther it's not it's not even guardians of the galaxy or captain marvel no which okay look i don't man i andy you and i have the exact same lineup for almost the exact same reasons. Oh wow! <laughs> almost. Uh, what, where's the switch? Uh, well, no, it is actually the exact the exact same lineup. Oh, okay. For the exact That's same reasons. Uh, I I love the Davis Theater. I will never. They're a great theater. They they were the first time we saw a movie together. Quiet Place Part Two. Yes. Uh, and they are they still are like one of my favorite local theaters. Yeah, I do love them. I do miss them. They're really nice. Uh, I don't. I, it's nothing against them. Uh, it was bad timing walking in, <laughs> bad time all the way through, and bad time all the way out. Uh, just fuck Venom too. Let them be carnage. Let their let this franchise die, or yep. let it be swallowed up by better by better franchises. Because mm-hmm. I just I hate every element about this movie. Yeah, like but. from the cat, like from the like the design of Venom to like the casting of everyone else. It's just not not fun. Not a no. good. Not a good time. No. Uh, but I'm th- fucking Black Sabbath. Cool. It's it's not my. It, I, I'm still like got a lot more to go with Baba, but like it seems like Baba is like way more like just just solid directing. Like yeah. not not like it's not gonna shake up anything. He's not trying to. He's just trying to get a paycheck. He's trying to do the best he can with what he's got. Well, there's something to be said for those those kind of filmmakers, especially in like pre pre like French New Wave. Before like alter theory mm-hmm. got got a hold before the seventies before the film school generation took a hold of things yeah, and yeah. things became more like big personal statements like you know Hitchcock is beloved but Hitchcock's mostly like a craftsman like a guy yeah. who just knew how to make fucking great entertainment yeah uh, and knew how to like work a camera and make and direct special effects so yeah 
um, especially for three. Uh, and yeah, I like again, I like the production design. The house looked nice, I guess, in number one. Yeah. Um, for sixties Italy. Um, it was porn. fun. It was all yeah. fun. Um, and I, I'm resentfully uh, marrying Gladiator. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have a great slate this week. <laughs> it's it's just not it's just not a fun time for me. I just didn't enjoy it. It was it, yeah. I mean, there's some elements I was glad I saw. I'm glad that Ridley Scott is it was making good movies then, uh, but there was way more impressive stuff going on in uh, in 2000. All right, well that's I'm I'm glad we're in alignment. Um, let's now go to something we uh, we can be different on. It's time for rant or rave. Or Yay! Uh, where we talk about something other than the movies we watch. I mean, we already talked about the festival, but um, I'll go first. Um, I talked about it at the top. I went to New York City. Um, I finally got to go to uh, the Museum of the Moving Image in Astoria, Queens. Oh, shit. Which is cool as hell. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Um, I, I didn't know about this. I, I thought you were talking about a movie, but like, holy shit. Yes. Um, the Museum of the Moving Image is... Uh, devoted to as it would say like a, his kind of an art museum devoted to film and television and other such arts there is a uh there is a kind of a mini exhibit about tiktok uh oh. using ex- both explaining where tiktok tiktok memes originated huh. and kind of also like trying to say like this is a future and this is a legit art form and or expression there's a good okay. kind of basic exhibit of just like um how movies are made in history and on some level it, it sometimes feel felt a little bit like a one of those like hollywood museums of like look props of a movie you enjoy mm-hmm. but they're all in the context of like telling you how movies are made and you know oh, wow. like yeah this is a this is a dummy used from the exorcist this is all to talk about special effects in movies and how they've developed over the years there's a great exhibit on jim henson that's oh, been there wow. for years, and that w- alone was worth a uh, was worth the price of admission. The real reason we also though went too is uh, we ended up going the last day they had this uh, 2001 Space Odyssey exhibit. We didn't we didn't go to the exhibit because Colette has never had never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, so we saw it in their super nice state of the art, beautiful sounding theater. Saw it projected in 70 millimeter. Holy shit. Had a bit of a boring but in- informative uh, opening uh, bit of discussion from the uh, the director of the museum with uh, the director of Apollo 11 and Douglas Trumbull, who did a lot of the special effects for 2001. Did he talk about how much Stanley Cooper was an asshole? No, they said he enjoyed each other, I guess. Okay, um, okay, okay. Um, but enough. very specific, very exacting. And yeah, so I got to see 2001 in 70 millimeter again in New York City at the Museum of the Moving Image. So if you ever go... To New York City, and you're a, a lover of film and television. I highly recommend visiting there. Was it? Uh, I've asked. What did Colette think of this film? Colette, <laughs> Colette liked it. Um, she, um, <laughs> she could follow it the whole. I was worried she was going to fall asleep because it is a much more again a slow film. Yeah. She probably would have dozed the fuck off at like Memoria. Um, oh. <laughs> by comparison. Um, but yeah, she was she was intrigued. Um, at the <laughs> At the end of the movie, she was like, yeah, I don't trust. I never trust that Hal from the beginning. <laughs> um, uh, smart, smart. Point, point out how the future, according to this, is very white. <laughs> I'm just like, eh, oh, movies in yeah. the 60s. Yeah. Um, so, you know, no masterpiece is perfect. But, yeah, yeah was in, was interested, intrigued. 
Um, wasn't like over the moon, but it was also just kind of like, oh, well, I'm glad I got to see this. And I'm glad I got to see it with you, my future husband. Uh, and yeah, she liked it. Nice. It's yeah. great. Uh, I, I'm, I can imagine no better way to see it than like 70 millimeter on a big screen. Yeah. Oh, and again, sounded amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like the theater is like surrounded by like acoustic paneling too. So everything, and it's got a weird like domey kind of like almost like you're in a theater and like a fucking, um, oh, in like the, you're in an astronomy museum or something. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Just like, so it, yeah, I w- I'm jealous of y'all who live in Queens and can see movies there regularly. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, All right. So what are you ranting and raving about? Uh, well, I there's two options. I could rant about one movie or I could rant about two movies. Which one do you want me to do? Well, I saw the uh, I saw the, the note. You want, you want me to do the notes? Uh, no, I think uh, I think you should do the two movies. If I think if I think I know where you're going with this. Oh, there, I was going to talk about House or the other or the thing I wrote in the Google Doc. But yeah. Oh, what's you're going to talk about House? I rewatched House the other night with my roommates. Oh, House is so fun. House is so fun. <laughs> it's so uh, funny. But, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. The, yeah. well, That'll be another thing we'll talk about later. Okay. Okay. Uh, if somebody wants to do that, I'll do a retrospective of that all day. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a fucking Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> uh, but the, the 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 weirdest thing, uh, I Andy, I had never known about Julia Ducano. 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 Exactly. Julia Ducano. Julia Ducano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Director of Titan Raw and, and Titan. Uh, <laughs> God damn, we gotta stop doing this. Director of Raw and Titan. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I'm trying to describe it to people that, that may not um, be familiar with her work in the best way. Mm-hmm. And I've come to this, this great analogy of like, it's what happens if David Cronenberg mm-hmm. and John Carpenter fucked and, those bo- and they both separately went to go talk about it with Claire Denis. <laughs> it is uh <laughs> oh it is uh market that's the that's the that's the most gross smart thing you've ever said <laughs> like it is it, it all three of these all three of these names are like fucking dancing around mm-hmm. while, while this movie is going on it is uh i'll say this right now there are parts of this parts of both of these movies there i i we're we're very unsettled by but not like Oh my gosh! This is the, this is scarring my brain with terrible images. Mm-hmm. It's more like the emotionality of these characters are making me connect really well to this, and I also feel really uncomfortable in the situations that they're in. Oh, yeah. And it's also looks cool as hell. <laughs> okay. It looks cool as hell. Like every uh, there, everything is placed really well. Every, like every shot is like a fucking painting. Like Titan is like insane descriptive wise, but it's beautifully executed. I've been scared to see this movie. Um, I didn't raw anti Dane or just I've raw? seen raw and oh raw, I didn't know you saw raw. Yeah, I saw raw a few years ago. Um, and I had to do it in couple trips. Oh. back when it was on, I don't think it's still on there anymore. But back when it was on like Netflix streaming, this had to be like 2018. I want to say like mm-hmm. not long after it came out. Um, yeah, I couldn't handle it okay for a yeah, cup yeah. it was uh it was it was too gross for me um okay. and uh specifically what once once our main character starts actually like um nibbling on on a body part um it it became too much um okay and so and the and the line that keeps rattling in my brain 
is that uh, fr- friend of show uh, Cat Sullivan mm-hmm. from Film Spotting described seeing Titan as it made Raw look like a children's film. Yes. And it's like, oh, you mean the movie I couldn't handle is a children's film now? It's like, I don't know if Titan's for me, you guys. Oh, man. it. I I don't know if it was because I was both kind of drunk when I saw these movies, <laughs> but I was having a ball with them. I, I'm happy for you. I'm Raw, <laughs> Raw was like, a, it was in a packed Facets house. Yeah. Which I haven't I was... seen... Uh, I see rarely. I see that I can count on the amount of times I've seen a packed auditorium at Facets. This makes me really happy to hear because a, I also enjoy knowing that Facets is successful yes. and has a packed yes. house. And how cool is it that everyone wanted to see this like gross feminist uh, horror movie from France? It was amazing. It was incredible. It, like everyone, it was like, it was a crowd pleaser. It was an insane. Like, oh God! No, like, no, it was a it was a crowd reactor movie. I guess I that's guess, probably the best yeah. way to say it. Yeah. It was so intense, and like it was so, just great to see like people's reactions and see like the popping of like stuff, like the scene with like the shaving sequence mm-hmm. and the 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 dog, which is mm-hmm. hilarious. Like, <laughs> just a terribly gross, hilarious moment. Yeah. But it was all like it's it's so great to see that with a packed audience. I, I can't take that 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 experience away from myself. Yeah. Uh, the other one was, uh, I saw the movie. I saw the movie, um, Titan in at nine fifty at music box. Okay. Not packed, but also equally as fun, uh, <laughs> equally as joyous. And like it, I see where, I see where Kat Sullivan has said this. And I understand that point it is definitely more complex. And you definitely, there's, there's more like, there's less moral ambiguity of how you feel about each character in raw in raw, in raw yeah. than in Titan. And you end up following people that are both not good people and not, but also not necessarily likable people. But the, even that there's still moments of tenderness, hmm. still moments of like, like sweet, like earnest uh, love and, er, and great comedy. Like there's a, there's mm. an insanely, there's an insanely dark joke that involves a Macarena Oh no! That I, I I don't even wanna say, but like it's so funny and so good to experience. Uh, and my friend who I saw it with doesn't rewatch movies, and he was like, even he, he left the theater thinking like, there's a lot going on in this movie, and I need to rewatch it. And like, so it's 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 not as gross as Raw. It's not as gross as Raw, but it's way more intense. Oof. It is way more intense. There's one scene in particular that's not even like. Not even uh, uh, technically, it's not a big point in the movie, but like just the acting alone involved is is in, is incredible. And the the actress who's in it, I think this is her, like one of her one or second movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so weird and so specific. This film, I really I want her to win everything. She's an <laughs> she's an incredible actor, and just her performance in this. It, it's a shame that I feel like the Oscars are not going to acknowledge it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because it's so weird. It's so weird, but her performance in it is like incredible work. Just, just breathtaking stuff. Uh, g- like whether it's like the she does a weird car show dance on top <laughs> of a car, and then she like ends up like the, she ends up killing four people. Oh Jesus! It's it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful. It's such a grossly beautiful movie that shows a lot about that has a lot to say about adopted families and uh uh found families mm. and it's it's 
I really uh, enjoyed this movie, and I really loved uh, Julia Ducourneau. I, I, <laughs> du- Ducourneau. I'm, I'm struggling with pronunciation again. Ducourneau. Julia Ducourneau. Mm-hmm. I really, uh, I, I'm really enjoying her, and she has just jumped up to the top of my list of filmmakers to watch, of exciting filmmakers to watch. Well, I will see if. Do not take Colette to Don't this. Don't take Colette to this. Don't. Okay. T- I look. She might enjoy the themes in this movie. <laughs> I don't think she's gonna like the experience of it. All right. It's not gonna be fun. I don't not know. Not going to be fun. I don't know when I'll see it then, but we'll. I'll I'll figure it out. Or I'm just. Or I might just have to call a mulligan on this. And be like. That's this right. might be the movie I just don't see this year. Then maybe see how it plays out on everyone's list at the end of the year. You might you might be very frustrated because a lot of people love this movie. I know. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it now on Letterboxd. But, uh, yeah. well, uh, we're coming near the end. But yeah, we got to yeah. pick our movies for our, movies. our next episode. Um, I'm going to pull up the coin flip because it's just us two, right? Yes, just us two. Okay. So one of us gets to pick two. Sam, heads or tails? Tails. All right, flip. And it is heads. Ah, oh, I get two. Baby. Okay, so I get to pick two. So go for it. Go for it. Um, new movie coming out. Um uh, by the time this episode comes out, I think the movie either will be a just dropped on Netflix mm-hmm. or about to drop. I'm interested in seeing this new western starring Idris Elba. Uh, oh. Regina oh, Hall. Oh, nice. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. I want to watch The Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall. That was it. That was in the drive-in at the at SIF. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Um, yep. I, and all I saw was Memoria. The opposite, I imagine, of The Harder They Fall. <laughs> um, all right, Sam. You get the second pick. I'm going to do uh, Last Night in Soho. Okay, okay, okay. Going on with my continuation of Jalo-esque films. <laughs> yeah, I... And late night, late night enjoyables, yeah. Nice, and that comes out this. That comes out soon. This 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 weekend. It well, comes out technically tonight, uh, but comes out tomorrow. I'm kind of even more. Don't worry, I don't want to do. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> um, hmm. Third film. It's funny. I had a. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I I I worry this is too cute, but I do like at least having one older movie in this. Okay. And see, I when I heard about the harder they fall. I thought, oh, that's weird that they completely stole the title from an already kind of classic movie. And it's like, oh, <laughs> that's not what that movie's called. Um, the movie I was thinking of is The Harder They Come, which is uh, uh, a 70s film. Oh, um, no, no. A Japanese, not Japanese, uh, a Jamaican oh, okay. film. <laughs> oh, okay. A uh, Jamaican film uh, starring Jimmy Cliff, which had a hit soundtrack and is a cult favorite. It's a... Uh, about two uh, two people trying to make it in uh, in the reggae singing world and the gangster world. I've never seen it. It's on my to watch list, I, and I thought it'd be funny because um, also true fact when I said I got said this morning, oh I got to think about a movie to challenge Sam to tonight, Hard and Colette just goes like, make him watch a black movie, <laughs> and she was just I think just being cute, but also I was like, yeah, let's watch two black movies. Let's watch The Harder They Fall. And the harder they come. <laughs> it would be an honor, Colette. It would be an honor and a privilege. <laughs> it'll be a real it'll be a real mixed bag next week. I'm just, or whenever the next episode comes out. Uh, hopefully in two weeks. Uh, sorry for the delay this time around. Vacations, life, work, yeah, you yeah. understand. Yep. Tommy Spears stole the tape. Tommy Spears stole our tape and stole 
Uh, stole my wallet. Wait, he did? Yeah. He stole my hat. He stole my house. We're not in your house now. We're in Tommy's house. We're in Tommy's house. Well, I guess I can move in. I guess that's good. Yeah. Do you want to take, do you want to live in, do you, do you and Colette want to live with Maddie and Thomas? Jazzman Thomas? Oh no. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I don't want to live with, I don't want to live with all that. Beep, boop, boop, ba da ba Beep, boop, ba da ba Beep, boop, ba da ba Shabam!